something that I think is, is crucial, that when we make brachas, that Rizal says an amazing thing, we all know the famous idea that a yid makes a bracha in order to eat. Before I eat something, drink something, you know, you make a bracha. And that allows you to eat. But a tzaddik, somebody who wants to have a deeper relationship with the Kosh Baruch Hu, he drinks or eats in order to make the bracha. In other words, the heichet timsa of my consumption of my food and my drink is in order to make a new bracha. Many people talk about on, on uh, Pesach that people, uh, the, amongst the Hasidim, that they don't give brachts, so they're waiting to the last day of Pesach, Achron Shal Pesach, that they can make a mezaynas on a kreplach, or a, I mean on a, on a knedel. And uh, oh, a whole week without mezaynas. So Gumliel uh, said that there's a, a famous Chassam Seifer. That Moshe Beno tells Klal Yisrael that he was up in Mount Har Sinai 40 days and 40 nights to plead on their behalf that Hashem shouldn't destroy them. This is Emrian, Moshe Rabbeinu went up three times for 40 days and 40 nights. And he says, Lechem l'lachalti maim l'shasisi avurchata seichem, I don't remember the Pasuk, but it basically, I didn't eat, I didn't drink because of your averas. So the Chassam Sofer said, the Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them when I'm up here in Shemaim, I see how unbelievable a single bracha is. Just when a person says, Baruch Atah Hashem, if we could perceive what's happening in Shemaim, that Malachim are coming and taking the words of the bracha and, bringing, and putting crowns on them and glorifying them and bringing them as a gift in front of a Kosh Baruch who says, here, this is what this, my my." Your dear child, let's say Chaim, Chaim Schwartz, is saying, "Look at this beautiful bracha." Moshe Benu is up there seeing the koach of bracha, and he says, "You know what? Because of your averes, I didn't get to make a bracha. Forty days and forty nights, I didn't eat, I didn't drink. Forty days and forty nights, I couldn't make a bracha because I'm trying to defend you. I see how valuable a bracha is. If we would understand." Says, yes, we make a bracha beforehand. We also have to make a bracha when we finish. These brachas, benching is like a, a benching inside, not to miss a word, to say everything slowly and clearly is one of the biggest schoolers for, for wealth, not to be lacking in your life. There's also another idea I think that's important to, to, to mention is that when a person says a bracha, he's doing something that's known as a birur, as a separation. Because our food has nutrients and it has waste products. The nutrients are filtered out or, or taken apart and ingested into the body. And the rest of the stuff is sent on the exit chute, trying to get it out. And and they actually, in the Svarma Kedoshim, actually ask a Shaila, when you make a bracha on Shabbos, aren't you also doing borer? I'm separating the good from the bad. So there are many different terutim 
we're just to know how serious a bracha is. We make a bracha, both a bracha beforehand. And this is true for men. This is true for women. This is true for children. Everybody, when you say a bracha, simple kavana, you don't have to know what's happening in the upper worlds. Just know, baruch atah Hashem. You're the source of blessing Hashem. Our God, the King of the world. Or Barim Neimazanas, Barim Priyates, whatever bracha you're making, just know the understanding of the word, and it does everything automatically. It's almost like when you take uh, certain medicines, you don't know what's going on. You take a, a Tylenol, don't take too much, you know, and it helps you. We don't know how these things work, but it does. All you have to know is to make sure you got the right label. Oh, Shahako, okay, this is what I need, and you say the bracha. So Hashem should help us and we should be able to develop our relationship with Kosh Baruch Hu in a very deep and profound way. And Rav Gamaliel actually said a crazy, crazy thing. I really wanted to say in the first section and it slipped my mind, but he said that we know schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka, which means that there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world. But when it's a mitzvah she'adam dash ba'kevav, when it's a mitzvah that people trample over, Hashem says, nah, that's where I'm going to make schar in this world. Pretty wild. Uh, he didn't tell me a source for that, but that's what he said. So Hashem should help us develop a relationship. We're not doing it for schar, but what that means is that Hashem wants to give us reward in a time when He normally doesn't give reward is because we've developed that relationship. We want to connect to Him in, in a very deep way. So Hashem says, you, you guys are doing so much. You're not just yaitze. You want to connect. And because you want to connect, I want to give you, even when I don't give normally. So Hashem should help us to develop our relationship with Hashem in a way that we're doing it out of love. Rahman liba boy. Hashem wants our heart. Let's give Hashem our heart. And He'll give us, like a tati, like a father wants to give his children. And he should... He, he, He'll, he'll say yes, basically. He says, just ask him, make sure it should be for my good, you know. Because he wants to give us, sometimes he'll give us even though it's not necessarily the best thing. So we should daven the right way. Because davening is not just to be yait design. Davening is to have that relationship. So to bless us, have clarity, and hopefully the more we're in touch with the Kosh the closer we'll be the day when we'll see Mashiach to come and inaugurate the base of Mikdash. Bin Herbi Amen.